0: They can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcarecom loss. That's plushcarecom loss.
1: Hello, you're about to listen to this week's episode of Sofa Cinema Club. Just before we get started, this is your reminder to go and follow or subscribe to us wherever you are listening to this podcast. All the support is greatly appreciated. Now, it's time to enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colson Smith and as always, I'm joined by...
2: Jack P. Shepard. Ben Hammy.
1: The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on films. Now, it is all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week, we set a film for the others to watch. Then we come into the studio and talk about what we loved, hated and rated about the film. Now, the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join him. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home and then join us every Thursday to find out what we thought of the film. This week's film has been chosen by me for Jack and Ben to watch. And it is the classic Over the Hedge. But before we get into talking all things Over the Hedge, as always, how's your week been? What's been going on? But before we start, a week today, lads.
2: A week today, yeah. We're on stage. The new camp. (laughs) New camp. Madison
1: Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. Where else are you doing, lads? I know you're doing Larry. Where else are you doing? Coliseum, Madison Square Garden, Hollywood Bowl. Do you know the Abba Voight? We're kicking them out for one night. We're, we're doing that. Do you know you were next to Abba when you went did this morning? Mm. I heard a great Abba fact. Go on. When they came out of Eurovision, you know they came out of Eurovision, that's where
2: they exploded, and then they had all those hits. Yeah. They were generating more
1: money than Volvo.
2: Yeah. That's why I said Sweden's biggest export, because they were. Yeah, but I didn't think, you know when people say biggest export, you think, yeah, 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 but more than Volvo. Mm.
1: There we go. There's my fat Ben's ABBA fact of the week. I like it. It's a new section. It's a new section. It will, it's, it will go and go. There were four of them. A week today, we're on stage at the Lowry we went to
2: visit the venue didn't we last week
1: (laughs) well you two did
2: (laughs) well you you were there a bit of backstory we we were all gonna go weren't we because schedule wise we were all available and then last minute work schedules changed and ben was on set at the time so me and you just tipped up didn't we and ben was desperate to see the space yeah ben was the driving factor
1: well, I think it's good to see it, isn't it? yeah, yeah, just so you, when you first come out, you don't get a little shock. We are going to get a little shock out <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it's fucking big it's big it's a bit bigger in it than we thought but good big good, good big. big it's it's um the nerves have changed to excitement, I think, yeah. haven't they for all of us yeah. it's it's good big so you two had gone, and I was texting, wasn't I? yeah and you got and Jack went we're in, and I was still in the bistro. Um, fish finger sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, that's what I was doing.
2: <laughs> it's mad, isn't it?
1: We were getting kicked out of the Lowry at about quarter past 10, weren't we? And Ben got offset at 10 past 10 <laughs> and legged it across Media City, dressed as Nick Tilsley in his <laughs> Ted Baker suit and shoes. I tell you what, as running shoes go, you know you go on about, your running shoes? <laughs> I had the fast ones on. Carbon plate Ted yeah, Bakers. The Ted Bakers. I was at, I can't remember, the, there's some other, mate, I was absolutely flying. I got there though, didn't I? Dressed as it? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Bit, bit of sweat on your forehead. Yeah, tired I was. I, it, I tell you, I was fine until the bridge, I hit the wall at the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I was texting at the same time as running. And then we all got in and saw it, didn't we? And it was good for us all to be there because it's kind of that thing of, you know, a, a week today the three of us are going to be on stage doing our show that the three of us started with all you guys who love and support the show. And I, f- I think it is now exciting, isn't it, that it's, it's a big deal. Yeah, well, I mean, when you think back to that show we did in a tent on hay bales. Yeah. And now we're at the Lowry. Mm. Well, if you want to be at the Lowry with us, you still can. And uh, we've been saying there's a handful of tickets left for the past couple of weeks, but now there is literally a handful. I think we're down to like the last 20, 30 tickets. And it's the last chance you're going to hear from us before the show. And if you want those tickets, go on over to com forward slash live. Tickets are £20 plus booking fee. Jack, we went up and looked at some of the seats that were available. They're in a bad view, is there?
2: No, no. No, you can see from anywhere.
1: So we will hopefully see you a week today.
2: Mm. Um, So my hay fever's kicking up
1: a bit. Sun's out. Mine's bad. It's bad, isn't it? Mm. Very chesty. You can hear it, actually. Bit of pollen flying around. That can only mean one thing. It's a ball and some willow. And they made out of willow. Yeah, English willow. There you go. I know my stuff. It's cricket. (laughs) Now, when we lived together, I used to lose you for these months. Yeah. To endless chats about the team, who you were playing, who you were trying to sign. Then you making a poster of cricket, me having to look at the poster to see if I could read it. Spell check it. <laughs> Spell check it. And then when you'd had the match, you give me the rundown of what went wrong. Yep. And who didn't do very well. So it's cricket season, Colson. And it's it's exact nothing changes, Ben. It's exactly it's the, the same. same. I had to look at his poster. We were watching Over the Hedge and he did his poster and he said, What do you think? We had a little talk about it. And we had to pause film, didn't we? Because has rang me to say something about team selection. Yeah, and you and, like, but I'm oh. in on the
2: chat. Oh, right. I'm like, yeah, yeah.
1: I think you're right, Wayners. I've got no clue. Ben's, <laughs> Ben's there like, nodding his head when I'm on the phone. Like. Could be baseball. Could be anything to me. <laughs> Now, I'm going to upset a few people here, Colson. The season isn't quite like it used to be. Because you ended world champions, didn't you? Yeah. That one year.
2: Yeah. Didn't they nearly get relegated last year?
1: No, we finished fourth. There's only five in it. Champions (laughs) League. We were still Champions League. Out of 12, out Out of 12, 12. we had a little cup run. Now, forgive me, I don't know how to put this in cricket terms. You're a bit shit now. Is that right? No, no, we're not. We should be the champions of yorkshire.
2: Have you done <laughs> yeah. like a liverpool like it's you were big. amazing. We
1: weren't we weren't bad last year. We just had a bad start. We just had a tough start to the season and it's hard to rec- We won we won like 11 games in a row last year.
2: But you lost 14.
1: <laughs> no, we lost like first <laughs> three. We won, still, we won 11 games in a row out of 111. With a with a second yeah. with a second weekend in. Yeah. And we're bottom. As a, as a club... <laughs> the only way is up. As a club, we have played six games.
2: That's a lot, isn't it? Do you play three a week?
1: They had three this weekend, but one got called off. We was meant to be at Hetton Lions, Ben. What's that? Sunderland Way. Oh, like, Colson, you imagine the North is tiny, and you go, they're meant to be there. It could be anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere, you know the northeast, don't you, Ben? I know every road. If that's what you're asking, every cricket ground. Apparently, it's always raining. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's windy as well. Are you still director of cricket? I am the doc. Kit <laughs> <Get> man. <laughs> who's in and who's out? Do you have a board? Who's playing? Clipboard. We have a notes page. Military operation. But I'm I'm confident this year. We're we're a very very good team.
2: So you're the at chip man then? Do you have to ring up the people and say we're not we're not continuing?
1: Sometimes. I mean, the 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 captain is weighing us. He's the boss. He's like my boss. Right. Me and him work together, and it kind of just is 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 the way it falls, and we we go through it all together and we work it out. But it's it's not easy, Jack. It's stressful. Yeah. I bet. And a lot of like everyone's everyone's mates as well. Yeah. There's no mates in cricket, Carson.
2: When you got to let someone go,
1: yeah, and well, it's 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 not letting people go. You don't do it like that. It's more, you know, first team, second team, where you play in. When they don't play, do you hold the finger up to their face on Facetime? Do you just give it like that? You're and out. What? Like you're out? You're oh. out. Sorry, not you. <laughs> do you do it like the um, buzzer show? It could be you. No, we do it Apprentice style. Lord Sugar. Oh, insert the boardroom. <laughs> you're fired. No, um, we do things very well. Like, everyone gets it. It's a bigger picture, isn't it? You know, Ooh, you, you sound like an absolute director of cricket. There, it's a bigger picture. Worker. You do, you do. Mm. It, it is though. Everyone gets it. Look to the bigger picture, which is your picture, which is owning Win. a massive cricket club. Win.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Your shit, you're not playing. You're not playing, but look you're at the bigger picture. <laughs> you're off back to Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you
1: pick 11 players to win a game of cricket, that's what you've got to do. You've got to get your best 11 out to win a game of cricket. Mm, he's, he's, there plenty. we are. Anyway, speaking yeah. of cricket, how do you two feel to be the latest sponsors of Catherford Cricket Club? What do you mean? Oh, well, you've got yourself a banner!
2: What's sort of cinema club yeah. yeah. have we? Have we? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean. Naming lights. Can't wait for it to get graffiti. By the way, it's <laughs> going to be a great ep. That in it, where I'm like, lads, someone's drawn a penis on Jack's face. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean we've got a banner? Is it one of those ones that you fly, an aeroplane flies over <laughs> <Yeah>. the ground
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> with Sofa Cinema Club? Flying over. Or is it one of those ones, you know, those really clever ones, they draw on the pitch and when it's televised, yeah. it looks <laughs> massive. Is it yeah. one of those?
2: For 3D. Yeah.
1: No, it's just a three by seven foot PVC plastic banner around the pitch. Is
2: it one of the boards that the ball hits yeah. when it goes for yeah, yeah, yeah. a six? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. How much did yeah. we pay for that?
1: We paid £250. Oof, that's yeah. the budget. So yeah. do you think we'll get many listens off that? I, I think we'll get loads. I think we'll get loads. God, that's good, isn't it? Producer Henry's put a QR code on it. So dog walkers walking past... They can just scan the QR code. It takes them straight to the podcast. There's no chance we could get on the shirts. That wasn't a possibility. It's too expensive for us, I'm Uh, afraid. Oh, okay. Too expensive. That might be a bit too vain, even for me, seeing as all of the mugs are all of our reject mugs. (laughs) So every... We had 150 people there yesterday, yeah? Mm. Everyone is drinking out of mugs. I'm walking around there, stressed out my head, director of cricket. Everyone's walking around with mugs with our faces on. There's now a banner with our faces on. Could you imagine put our faces on the kit? (laughs) On (laughs) shirts. Look, this is a suggestion, and run it by Wainers instead of Castlefield Cricket Club. Castleford. Castleford, 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 Sofa Cinema Club Cricket. (laughs) <laughs> just rename drop, it and drop the club drop the club and just go hey and welcome back to the Sofa Cinema Club cricket I'm Paulson Smith and I'm the director of cricket and then every time someone scores they have to say our name from the pod <laughs> think about it think about it someone scores <laughs> the other thing the lads were asking I think it was this weekend actually obviously a, f- a few of them are talking about the live show at the Lowry a few of them are coming along are they coming in dressed up in, in the white, And they went, surely in summer, this is the perfect venue to do a show. And I was like, yeah, it probably is, actually. I was like, I'll ask the boys at some point. We'll work it out. So it could be my homecoming gig. We could do it, yeah. Why not? That means Ben would have to come to Castleford. Oof, oof. You've been, Jack. I have, yeah. How many does it seat? Like, f- what, outside? yeah. Mm. Well, in the pavilion, like four hundred, probably. Maybe we could go over that. That go over that way. Cast factor. Cast, cast factor. Yeah, and that's what we'd have to call it. innit? it, we'd have <laughs> to call it cast factor. <laughs> but yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you two are on board as sponsors anyway. Because didn't run it past you before, and I just thought- no, I'm well into that. Brilliant. So that and. Newcastle have got new sponsors, and we're doing that as well. <laughs> yeah, are we Shirt on the kit Newcastle? From, from the kit, on the front. Who are you sponsoring, Jack? Who are we going for Are you? You Salford Dominoes Club. It's
2: not bloody real company, I'll tell you that. I had to get on a train at weekend. I had the kit I kits. saw that
1: on your Instagram, you
2: were on a train. Oh, it was a fucking nightmare. Where did you go from to... Basically, because I was, I was doing some filming on Sunday, so I was getting picked up on Sunday, so... I wouldn't need my car, basically, for the weekend. So I thought, I know, I'll get the train with the kids Friday to me mum's. I'll be there on Sunday and then I'll get picked up and then my girlfriend can take the kids home, right? So it was was all going to be fine. So I thought, it might be actually quite fun getting the train. Well, Jesus Christ, Friday. Tough train, though, that I think Manchester to Leeds. Yeah.
1: You're getting the Rattler there, aren't you? So what Manchester Leeds is what? Staley Bridge train.
2: I thought it would be Staley Bridge. We didn't stop there. Where'd you stop? I got the Saltburn train. Oh do you Have you ever heard of Saltburn? No. no? Mm-hmm. Where did you get, get off? Leeds City Centre? Leeds. I got off at Leeds, and I had to change there and go to Arrogate. That'll be a Rattler. Ooh. What's a Rattler? One that stops loads but it
1: also sounds a bit like a ghost yeah. train. You know the ghost train you get on them and it's like... <laughs> the Leeds to Cass is the rattler train. Oh, um, right. I reckon it probably tells you you'd do it in about two hours. Did that take like four hours? No, no, nah. no. F- 58 no. minutes to Leeds. Yeah, but yeah. then you've got Harrogate. To Harrogate, 40 minutes?
2: Yeah, it based, from Manchester to Harrogate, it was two hours with a change.
1: I said an hour 40. That's not even close, Coulson. I said two hours. <laughs> you said four hours. I said two hours. <laughs> you said four hours. <laughs> said it was Definitely meant like to that. be
2: two, but it was like four. Anyway, that's not the story. So, I've got the tickets. It's five o'clock on a Friday. I saw someone get punched on a train once from Doncaster to Leeds.
1: It was grim. Oh, why? Why were they punched? It were conductor. It were awful, Ben. It were awful. I'd, I, it was like a late night train. I'd been to watch a show in Doncaster. It was my mate's thing.
2: I think I remember. Weren't you oh, living to with ma- me?
1: To, I was coming back to Manchester. Yeah, you yeah. were. Oh, it was awful. And someone hadn't paid? Yeah, some, some lads jumped the conductor. Oh, it was grim. What did you do? When they ran off, I said to the conductor, are you okay? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, the train's not now going to stop until we get to a platform where I can get the police. Where are you getting off? And I was like, I'm not getting off till Leeds. And I was like, are you okay? Like, blood all down his face. And there were people who were like, I wanted to get off at Barnsley Metrodome. And he was like, sorry. Like, it's going to go all but the I way mean, to Leeds. they haven't really thought that through. They're on a train. I know. I know. So they've assaulted the conductor and then they've gone, quick, run. What? To the other side of the train. Poor guy. That's horrible. He had blood all over. And then he, he was like, all right. And I said, do you need anything afterwards? And he was like, no, I'm, I'm cool.
2: Mm, God.
1: Anyway, get, let's get back to the sorry train anyway, to Harrogate. Yeah, Jack.
2: <laughs> I get to the train, the five, and I didn't think but it's bank holiday weekend, oh. but I've booked my tickets right, and I've I've got a seat reservation right. So I've got I've got the kids, and we're stood at the platform with all of us back. Now we've got a lot of bags. Oh. So I've, picked, I've picked them up from school, so they've got their school bags plus their weekend bags. You haven't thought, thought this through. We must have about eight bags, all of us, three of us. So we're stood at the platform and train pulls up, rammed. Oh. You know when it's already rammed when oh. you're getting on it. And you're going to have to ask someone to leave their seats. And you've got the dark glasses on. Yeah, I, I could have asked someone to move, but there's people stood in aisles what am I going to do say you're in my seat move what to to the aisle next to you So what happened So I didn't I just said I went we're not doing it. we're not going down you couldn't get down the train so it was just get on and the doors shut that's it that's your seat Uh-oh. wherever wherever you land even though I've got a seat reservation but I couldn't be asked I couldn't be asked So anyway I'm stood in the in an aisle different coach And um, some people, uh, we stop off uh, a station and um, two people got off. And I went, quick, kids, you two sit down there, yeah? So they sat down and then we move on and everything. It's still rammed, you know, I'm stood in the aisle and whatnot. And then we stopped off at another thing. And two guys have got on the train and they've looked at the kids sat down on the train and they've gone, you're in my seat, can you move? And I thought, really? I mean, the the train was that rammed and they were asking the kids to get up so that the adults, so that they could sit down. How old were they? Like, I'd say they were both about 25. Both of them were separate. I
1: thought you were going to be like 60. I was like, well,
2: maybe. No, no, no.
1: So you were thinking, because you went claim dual seats... They shouldn't claim theirs, and they've gone, that's not the rules of the train. It's the moral of the story here that you're a nicer person.
2: I think it is. And then another two guys who'd seen this happening, them forcing the women and children up so that they could sit down. Let the kids sit down. They said they can have our seats, and I went, all right, thank you. So the kids stayed sat where they were? No, the kids sat in literally the adjacent... See, 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 yeah.
1: other thing little thing for me Jack you say I'm really boring on this podcast because all I talk about is cricket and running
2: no you've only just started (laughs) you've only just started the cricket chat let's see how we go further on down the season I don't think
1: we're expecting big surprises if it comes to as long as I keep saying it's great we won that's all I care about the other boring thing I talk about is running yeah yeah yeah. they have this thing in marathon <laughs> training I, don't, I think you probably will have heard the phrase Jack Ben definitely will it's called hitting the wall no that's what I hit when I cro- when I was running is Nick Tilsley to the lower rip ah uh, yeah it's when you work so many miles normally quite a few yeah and then your body won't carry
2: on I know the phrase though if I've hit a wall it means yeah. I'm done yeah, yeah. so I've, I've gone out Sunday
1: I were doing 34k I get to 19 miles And when I go out in Manchester, I don't take my phone, okay? But I'm I'm in Cass. So I took my phone because I didn't quite know my route. I basically, I ran from Cass to Leeds and back. Okay. And on my way back, I slowly started not to enjoy it. And I was like, what's going on here? This is an odd feeling. Now, I'd not taken any water with me. And I got to this point and I was like, right, I'll just pause my watch here. I'll see if I can find some water on a map. Looked on a map, nothing around, like nothing. Because I was on canal. Drink canal water? The canal. <laughs> I've texted my mum. <laughs> I've texted text my, my mum, mum, but like this, they're running pursuit. I've said, Look, I'm cooked. You're going to have to pick me up from this petrol station in Cass. I, went like, I was like, I, I've only got. You can
2: get you water there.
1: I, but I said, mm. I've only got a little bit to do. My parents live on a hill. I was like, basically, pick me up from the bottom of the hill, yeah? Okay,
2: I'm not running up that bastard. Yeah,
1: and I thought, if I can get some water, I'll be fine, I'll make that. Anyway, didn't get any water, and there was a few gates I had to climb over, because it wasn't the best route, I hadn't planned it very well. Tell us about the Alps. I got to 31 (laughs) k and I needed to do three more, and I rang my mum and I was like, where are you? And she said, I'm at the petrol station where you told me to be.
2: Right. What were you trying to do, 20 miles?
1: No, 34k is what 22 miles, Ben? I don't know, you're better at
2: those things than me. Yeah, about that, yeah.
1: Yeah, something like that. So I was like you're going to have to come to end at canal. I was like that's as far as I can run. I just come I could not be bothered.
2: And that's a rare that's not happened before. Never happened
1: before. What happened
2: if you didn't have the pursuit, the
1: cycling pursuit of Jane Smith, what would you have done? I'd have done it. I'd have finished it, Ben. Did she go past you on the, su- the car with the window open and hold you, push you along? That's what she should have done. What I should have done, which you would say is a terrible thing, is I should have got my mum to support vehicle me through the run. <laughs> oh, I should have. I should have, though. And you, I've asked, you should just I said take it to her. with her. I said it to her and she was like, I would have done that. And I'm like, yeah, I know you would have, but I didn't think about it. Oh, support vehicle. What, on the canal? No the water, car, Ben. Ben. Two hours and 40 minutes of running with no water. Yeah, but that's your mistake, not Jane's. Well, I kind of half blamed it on my mum because I had these collapsible water bottles at home and she's thrown them out. (laughs) Still,
2: like, <laughs> oh, blind your mum I
1: collapsed. I left on the them here.
2: I left I knew I'd re- be here in a year. Yeah, yeah. I, I left. Home- I left
1: home a few years ago, and I had some collapsible water bottles covered in dust at the back of your kitchen. And you've done your kitchen up and thrown them away. And I didn't drink water for the last four years <laughs> because of that. <laughs> but yeah, grim. So, and do you know what? In the end, I was fifteen hundred meters short, but I couldn't. I, I That's how weak I was. Just gone. Didn't want to do it. But I was also like, there's no point in pushing it. If I can't be arsed, I can't be asked. It's not going to make any difference whatsoever.
2: But that's good. That's a good um, it's a good little learning curve, isn't it? The test. You know, test. Test. you need yeah. water.
1: Well, I need water. But what am I? I'm only, I'm a month away from my marathon.
2: Are oh, you? Yeah. yeah. You should have done, shouldn't you have got up to 26 by now? Or do you ever get you up to You never do it.
1: You never do it.
2: You never do it.
1: You don't run a marathon before you run a marathon, do oh, you? Oh, do you not? Know? you get close and then the last bit is you... Yeah. 34k is the longest you run. You keep so running that, you get used to yeah. it, and then the last four... And then the
2: last four pushes you on the yeah. day. To be fair,
1: 34k, I think, is probably more than some people would run before a marathon. Because they say the crowd takes you through it.
2: Yeah, the bollocks.
1: My dad did the London Marathon. I don't think he got anywhere close to running twenty miles before it. He turned. He turned it with his mates, and they played a game the night before, which was. Go go round the, the hotel bar, not touching the ground. And if you touch <laughs> the ground, you have to have a drink. What, like the floor is lava? <laughs> yeah, the floor is lava. Oh, yeah. Then they turned up for the London Marathon, I think it'd bit worse for where They finished, round the Cutty Sark. Exactly. You, you finish it. Whatever happens, you finish it. You're going I, for a time though, aren't you? You're well, going I'm for not. It. I'm not, you not are. publicly yeah. I'm not, because if I save me time, it'll be in the sun when I fail, won't it? No, but I mean, you're going for a reasonable, you're going for, not like time type, but you are going, you know what you want to complete it in, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's something I want to achieve. Some yeah. people run for fun, don't they? They go, do you know what, I'd be happy to finish, and that's fair enough, and you're no, you know you'll finish, it's just you'd like to be at that time, yeah. I get that. yeah. I think anyone who does a marathon and they're like five hours, they're like buzzing. I've I've done it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think anyone who's done it, it's them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's a mental challenge. Anyway, that's enough of cricket trains and running in it. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. Shall we do what we're here to do, which is talk about films? Let's give the next two minutes to over the hedge. When when I said to my mate it was like, "What so what's the Lowry about? The, what's the show going to be about?" And I was like, "The Lion King." He was like. Not coming to watch you free talk about The Lion King. Oh. I was like, no, there's more to the podcast than Listen that. Listen to the podcast? I was like, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> is that how you talk to your friends at cricket? Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Humphrey. Um, synopsis <laughs> time. You ready? Yeah, here we go. Over the Hedge is a film that follows the story of a raccoon who gets on the wrong side of a bear and is forced to get... The bear's summer's food back. He takes this on after finding a group of hibernating animals that, in their hibernation, the forest that they call home has been victim to deforestation and become a new-build housing estate. It is man versus animal. I'll, okay, before you jump in, that shit f- that that f- from my standard, <laughs> you made a really simple film sound really complicated. Yeah, I know, I know, but I know you just wing them, and sometimes you get it wrong. You made it sound like Interstellar. Started off basically just trying to say a raccoon upsets a bear, and he's got to get the bear's food back. Yeah, that's that's that. That's it. That's good. That would have been good. I started talking about deforestation.
2: And it isn't that. I expected it to be that. It is that. Not really.
1: If there were a prequel.
2: also on a separate film?
1: No. it's not there? this one. Under the it? hedge. <laughs> well, there's no hedge, is there? <laughs> Before the hedge. Over the field. Um, um, me and Ben watched this together, Jack. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what. I didn't get Shays long he didn't he got in there early he bagged he bagsed it well early, but you did get you did get the old new menu done correctly this week, didn't you? very good. I got some new food. we had to light what did we like we we didn't like what you know what you know you said to Colson, I think mm. he said it on podcast I've got some great Joss sticks and you need oh, yeah. to order them. <laughs> My, <laughs> they absolutely stink I like them Oh, too much way too, too much, way yeah. too much for Colton's house it
2: gives me an headache
1: we lit them I went whoosh oh, we both very ill had to put it out and open a window what did we like was it good karma or positive vibes or something it's something like that we had to blow it out yeah so we watched it together didn't we I hadn't seen
2: it for years I had seen it with the kids but I hadn't seen it for years I'd never seen it before I watched it with the kids and my mum did you? Yeah. It was funny because I was like I can't
1: remember the last time I'd seen this, and when I went to put it on, I'd obviously been watching it on Netflix and had like forty minutes left in. I Ben? so I must have <laughs> I must have put it on and not finished it like five years ago. I caught him. I caught yeah, him. Yeah, and I was like, oh, back to the beginning. <laughs> um, so it's a DreamWorks film. I had that debate, didn't I, on yeah. the last episode of saying yeah. who it was who made it. Big names in it: Bruce Willis, Steve yeah. Carell. Yeah, the dad from American Pie. He's the father hedgehog, isn't he?
2: Yeah. Avril (laughs) Levine. Yeah. Who does she play? You know, there's the two possums. William Shatner is the dad possum. And his daughter's Avril Levine, randomly. Random. What do you think, Jack? (laughs) Shite. In a word. The kids had never seen it. My mum had never seen it. We put it on. And do you know what kind of screwed it? Shite. We put the documentary on that's on Disney, uh, the making of uh, Little Mermaid the night before. So we'd watched that. And I saw all the effort that went into <laughs> the Little Mermaid. And then we put that bag of shit on. And it's Nyla completely piled out within... Twenty minutes she was asleep, gone. Well, what time have you started watching it? Oh like half nine. It's still late. Well, it's it's not. Not for them it ain't. But she was just she says dad a car, it's sending me to sleep. My mum moaned all the way through it. All the way through it. <laughs> what was she saying? She she was just saying this is absolute shit. Absolute shit. <laughs> diarrhea, bubbling, (laughs) boiling, pan of shit. That's what it is on a stove. It's a shit sandwich. It was just, it was a shit sandwich and we had to eat it, all of us. It's a weak story. Ruben tried, bless him. Did he laugh? But then he was like, oh, it's not, I laughed twice, I remember. I laughed at the, when he, when the cat goes, Stella, Stella, I laughed at that. Uh, which obviously is a nod to Streetcar Desire, isn't it? Streetcar Named Desire. Um, and then I laughed at another bit, and it's gone. What did you laugh at, Ben? Can't remember. Do you know what I thought? What I thought it was going to be was they were um, developing the the housing estate, and they were sort of going to be knocking down... their Their forest and their habitat and it was gonna be the animals against the humans and it was so weak it was just i lose the food at the beginning then i try and find food for the bear the whole premise that a bear
1: stores loads of cereal in his cave they hibernate yeah but they don't store loads of sweets in there and then remember everything they've stored it was just i know what you i know what jack's saying it, it felt like they'd just gone crikey. We need something where the What's the other one where is it zoo, Zootopolis or where they're in a zoo and they have to get out? It Madagascar. felt like. Madagascar. Is that Madagascar? Madagascar? Madagascar's a good film. Yeah. Where they, they, it felt to me like they, DreamWorks needed something. So they made that and they went, someone's went, I've got a great idea. They've got to get over this hedge to get the food back but it was a bit of a weak story. What do you like about it, Coles?
2: Well, it's not like... W- w- it was a shit toy story as well. The characters, you know, it was sort of yeah. like RJ was... Um, Buzz. Buzz, Yeah. And the tortoise was Llammy like Woody. Was,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. And he was
2: trying to say, look, we don't need him. We, you know, we yeah. should be doing it this way. And they were yeah. like, shut up, you square Fuck off,
1: Square? He was a turtle.
2: Square...
1: Yeah. I've not heard that. No. you square.
2: <laughs> Fuck off, you square. you
1: <laughs> not... not heard that. Who's ever called someone a square? It's a well-known saying. It's like a saying. God, you're so square. That's never, ever been said. Define <laughs> it. Well, no, no. I think you find it has. You just haven't heard it. I'm going to Urban Dictionary it right now. You're square. Unexciting, unadventurous, mainstream or dull. Generally, use describing a person with such attributes. who plays it safe.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, Would you say I'm a square?
2: No, I'm saying this is <laughs> what the this is what they said to the tortoise.
1: Do you know? Actually, it's a really good description of the character.
2: But, to be fair, Bruce Willis is very good. I think his voice. I mean, from when he's done like "Look Who's Talking." Yeah, remember he's done that film, wasn't yeah. he? And so he's always done like uh, voiceover work, and I think he's very good. Everybody else sort of sounds the same. Yeah, it's hard to tell who's who. It's hard it? to tell who's, who's who. Who's the bear? Nick Nolte, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Avro Levine. It's it? a it's a big yeah. cast. It is a big cast.
2: It's a big cast.
1: I think the thing that sums this up perfectly is that when I went to put it on, I had watched it for thirty three minutes and hadn't finished it the last time I watched it. So it obviously, I've obviously attempted it before and gone. God, this is a bit
2: crap. You know, like, I think you said to me before I watched it, you went, it's an hour and 20, it's an easy watch. And that hour and 20 went on for fucking ages. (laughs) It just went on. And I thought, oh, come on. There was nothing about the plot, really. I I wanted to see more of the baddies, in a way.
1: It should have probably been a we're going to destroy your forest to build more houses. Yeah,
2: that's what I thought.
1: How, how are you going to mess with developers? Probably would have been a better film rather than let's steal food from the humans. Let's go to the fridge. Let's lose it all and get it all back in one night. Good with Cat.
2: Cat and the Skunk, fine.
1: Yeah, when the Skunk's been painted up and the Cat and the Skunk fall in love. Good. Yeah. The Exterminator, bit Owl's Toy Barn in Toy Story. Exactly. that's what I mean. You're yeah.
2: trying to redo... Toy Story Uh, yeah it probably wasn't the film that I thought I was picking the music what has that guy done why terrible awful all the songs were shit and he couldn't sing to save his fucking life I think what we're trying to say is we're also used to a very
1: you forget how high a standard we are used to of animation in those sort of films well you realise that the ones you're seeing I think more in animation than you get in Regular films that, on the whole, the story is very, very tight because it takes so many years to make them. They've made sure that that story is absolutely something is going to last for 25 years. Trouble with Over the Hedges, that doesn't last. Mm,
2: there weren't enough for the parents, I don't think. And I don't mean that as a selfish thing, but they're the ones who are taking the kids. So yeah. it's a cartoon straight away. So there has to be something for the parents to get on board with, I think. Yeah. Because that's 50% of your audience. And I don't think I don't think there was enough at all. Music poor, plot poor. Should we get a ratings?
1: <sighs> Let's take a quick break whilst I look through my snacks to see what I've got for the winter. We're back. I've got a couple of raisins. And I think that's all I deserve after this film. Picking it, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you go with your rating, Jack. I thought it's me, innit? It's my film. Oh, it's you, Colson. Can't change tradition. Um, sloppy Six. So even you think on
2: the rewatch calls.
1: I wanted to pick a film that was back to my kind of traditional film choices of films that I liked growing up, films I have fond memories of. Mm. I was kind of between four different films. I was between Over the Hedge, Open Season, Madagascar, and Hoodwinked. <laughs> What a list, what, what a list. list. And you just know those three films, they're going to come out one day. Madagascar could have been a shout. Madagascar was, would probably have been the film to pick.
2: That's the top
1: one out of those four.
2: Out of that shit sandwich. Yeah. yeah,
1: out of the four bogs you could have picked. But if you were asking me, I'd be like, Open Season's decent, Hoodwinks, decent. But then I would have also said, Over the Over Hedge is the the <laughs> <laughs> <"Other the Hedge's laughs> decent. Whereas now I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's not what? It's not what I thought it was, but it was fine. Sloppy six. There was bits in it. Good cast. But yeah, the story wasn't good enough.
2: No, the story's poor. And the thing is, they had talented people directing and writing that film. I think the writer and director has has done Chicken Run. Do you remember that? Chicken Run. Yeah, very good. Really good. Did Rescuers Down Under, which I, I loved Rescuers when I was a kid. And other, other sort of Disney films. And, I, yeah, I don't know what's gone on. It seems like they had all the right people. And it just... I mean, yeah. The plot, I think. that They needed more.
1: Your opening premise has to be strong.
2: Yeah. And it wasn't
1: strong enough. So did you not think the bear thing was strong? Well, it doesn't make sense. That's the
2: problem. Because it's so random. And they knew it was random as well, because the the film originally started with... RJ in the cave, nicking the food, losing the food, and the bear saying, find me food or you're dead. And they went, mm, it's uh, it's sort of, um, we're immediately in suspense and we don't know if the audience are going to care that much for RJ. So we need to do something what the audience are going to like. And they came up with the, the vending, vending machine, machine idea that just went on. The trouble is, what's weird is what you will allow animation
1: animals to do. So weirdly, you allow them to sort of build, make a plan, and ride a you know ride that kind of trolley thing, and then the gas bottle and talk. But when it came to the vending machine, and then the bear, you're like, yeah, it's a bit too far now. That the bear hasn't gone. Oh, I want to store some meat. It's gone. I'll store some cheesy puffs and some Kellogg's Crave. I forgot about the barbecue gas bottle.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that then ran out of gas and then exploded after it had ran out of gas. Ruben picked up on that. Yeah. All right,
1: (laughs) Ruben. Yeah. Even he saw holes in it. Yeah. What's your number, Jack?
2: I want to say two, but I'm going to say one. Oh and I'll tell you why because there were very good I want to say ten but I'm going to say one (laughs) I'm going to yeah I wanted to say two because I remember there were two things that I laughed at
1: but you can't remember but I
2: can't remember the second one so it's one
1: (laughs) (laughs) I laughed twice so it's two nine is that Mm. nine yeah nine Nine. out of thirty strong Is <laughs> is that a season low? Let me have a no. look. I think there's Mr. Turd. Tom. Mr. Mr. Tur's got six. Do you know what's frustrating? You're telling me that High Tension is a better film than that oh, by massive. 0.5. Mass- it makes Mass- High Tension look like... Don't think... Ben, Ben. Let's Listen, be let's be serious now. Jack, you, don't need, talk, to, you, don't, need yet, you don't need to like talk. You don't need to talk here. you would
2: fucking love it. Ben. It gets better on the rewatch. High Tension. Was <laughs> Over
1: the Hedge a better film than High Tension? It made fucking more sense than a fucking <laughs> <laughs> dream. D- a dream chasing a dream that wants a dream chasing. I gave high a- tension. Hold on. Let's look at Henry's notes. Have you got Henry's notes? So. Good night, Mr. Turd, I gave two. (laughs) High Tension, I gave... Oh, no, I gave two as well. So it's the same as High Tension. You've gone two, two, two. No, I gave Good Night, Mr. Tom zero, and I gave High Tension two. So I've been consistent. It's the same kind of level of poo. Shit. Two, two. Well, (laughs) nine. At least it's not bottom. It's not bottom, is it? It's not bottom. You've just got above. You're just below high tension and above. Good night, Mister Tom. If you had to give me one word, then Jack, to sum up over the hedge, what would it be?
2: I'm over the edge watching it.
1: That's not one word. I just want one word, Ben. If you had to give me one word to sum up over the edge, what would it be? Oh, I'm trying to think. Over the hedge? Uh, no, no. I'm not going over the hedge. Well, speaking of bad things, Jack's Hidden Gem. Oh, yeah. Controversial. We've had the committee on the phone. What did you say your hidden gem was last week?
2: I said it's hatched.
1: And what is the film actually called?
2: Hatching.
1: Are you going to learn from this mistake?
2: No, not
1: really. Are you going to try and be a better person?
2: I'll try and uh, be more accurate. So, hold on. Um, It's called... Hatching. I mean, he
1: still made it sound. I think shit. Hatched, it, hatched it. a better thing. Better title. Yeah, still nah, sounds shit. Scarier. Hatching
2: scarier. The hatching. Yeah, Jack, please redeem yourself. It's on Netflix. It's mm-hmm. a series. Now mm-hmm. I'm late to this party, but I think I think a few people have seen it. I think it's three eps. Filmed very well. Uh, it's the the Boston Marathon bombings. Have you seen it? Oh no. Have you seen it like advertised though? Yeah. Is, what is it? 3 months old maybe? Something like that. I think it's it's three apps and it's uh I think they're about an hour long. And it's it's basically it's just an hour by hour account of what took place of what happened because my memory's a little bit vague on it. I know it happened at the race towards the finish line, didn't it? A couple of bombs went off. And then it's 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 basically the FBI invest- investigation. From literally as soon as it goes off. So the amount of evidence they had to go through, trying to see if there were any more bombs there, trying to track down who'd done it, the media involved. It's really interesting and fascinating to see how they dealt with it in such a short space of time. And yeah, that's that's the gem. I think it's it's really well put together, whoever's made the dock. There's witnesses, there's FBI agents, the people who are in charge of the investigation, they're all on the dock giving their account of everything that took place. Yeah, really, really good and interesting.
1: So that's the gem. Ben, next week it's your film choice. And the episode comes out, weirdly, the day we will be on stage at the Lowry. So it's like some people might be listening to next week's episode whilst driving over to Manchester. In the audience. Um, Yeah. Hopefully not. Imagine if they go, bloody hell, it's shit live. Let me put a pre-recorded one on. <laughs> Imagine they're listening in the audience going, kind of, oh, it's much better when it's on the radio. Um, so film pick. It's my film picking it. Um, so basically what I'm trying to do is pick new films. That's where I'm trying to go. Weirdly, you realise when you're trying to pick new films, like new, new films. They're all a bit crap. Yeah, there's actually not that much decent that comes on at mm. time, you know you get the one big one and then there's loads of kind of guff now it's a film so it's not new new I think it's 2022 I think could be an easy watch really enjoyed it think think Coulson's in it don't think you have Jack Licorice Pizza
2: oh I've seen it yeah you seen it Coles?
1: yeah I've seen it
2: there we go good I'm um, uh, yeah I'll watch that again
1: yeah worth it I thought easy watch Oscar nommed yeah, interesting about his life. It's literally filmed where my brother lives. So he tells me
2: he goes past it all the time. It's filmed in COVID, wasn't it? I think. Yeah,
1: filmed yeah. in COVID with his mates, where my brother actually went past the whole place where my brother lives and whatever. So there we go. Licorice Pizza. I think it's on Amazon. If you are enjoying listening to Sofa Cinema Club and you want more Sofa Cinema Club, there is a place you can get more, isn't there, Jack?
2: Yes, our little Patreon club subscription. Which is
1: becoming a little
2: club now, isn't it? Because I think what we it's need to
1: know, I think quite a few Patreons are coming. So what would be good is if they write in or we put something out to find out exactly who's coming to our live show. Yeah, on Patreon. Yeah. So we got, we know who's going to be there. That'd be good. We've got a few new members of Patreon. It's doing well, the old Patreon. They're gambling in for their new jobs, aren't they? Well, what you would know... If you were a member of Patreon, is you get bonus episode of So every month. You get ad-free of the main episodes. You get quite a lot of content from Ben and producer Henry. You get access to our Instagram close friends and probably most importantly, you get a job. And we've got a few new people in this week for a job, Jack. The first job that we've given out this week. It's quite an important one. Again, obviously, Ben is having no input in the jobs. He's he's stood down. He's a non-executive director of Soap Cinema Club, Film Studios and Cinema. I don't think I'm coming back, actually. I think I quite like my retiring status. You're on gardening leave because we've put you on it. We didn't want you involved. <laughs> not be like that. I walked away. You're not the director of this podcast. You're not director of cricket now. It it's a relatively big role. It's, oh, it's a load relatively of shit. It's, it's you relatively start important. with like a load is, of shit. Though, it is because Jack I kind of have taken on <laughs> I I take on the bigger roles. Jack does a lot of the recruitment work and the, 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 sub, the sub agencies. Yeah. Um I I, I I sit down, I have these meetings with our heads of department, I speak to different people to find out what we need. And interestingly, Ian Watts, who's our head of catering, he's got in touch and said, we're just having a bit of a problem in the kitchen. Mm. Um, a lot of the knives are dull, and we need a <laughs> knife sharpener. And I said, "Do you know what Ian? I, th- I, I, I think I've, I think I've, I've got that in the budget." Um, and luckily, I had a few meetings, and I'm delighted to announce the new knife sharpener in the South Cinema Club production kitchens is M Sharp like that boys
2: yeah but I'm with Ben I don't, I, I, you've got to at least tease it and if you did you just... fucking tease no, it you they're did. blunt
1: and they need sharpening M sharp yeah. but you say well yeah. oh, the knives are a bit blunt so here the job is M sharp you don't yeah, say yeah. the thing uh, I think you're just jealous that my brain works better than your brain well you haven't heard a square
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's where we're going <laughs> You know, last week we bought this new patch of land, didn't we? That we've had to start redeveloping. We would got the, the marshland, and we had to bring oh, in a head yes, of marshland yes. to deal with it. Um, we we found an old building, um, which I think we knew, we knew was there because Ben went through the plans and he kind of had said, "I think that's I think that's a 1950s farmhouse, is that?" And I said, "Yeah, I think it probably is." Anyway, on the rebuild, we've we found out that it, it's got it's got a well. In it, and we've decided that we should restore. <laughs> we should restore this well and make a feature of it. But it's quite a big job, and we've had to bring someone in who's a specialist and is going to make sure that it, it, it's done well because it's a listed building. So head of well redevelopment, Sharon Wellings. <laughs> 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 it's So shit, you've laughed at your own shit. <laughs> Oh, oh, right you've got two left now jack I've got you've got two, to come in right. t- come on
2: it's a shit job someone's got to do it they're all, a bit shit. <laughs> I mean, they're all it's shit. like there's a good job i know yeah they're all they're all shit but this is this one's pretty shit as well when we go out on location sometimes um i mean we might be near the marsh or, <laughs> or wherever, wherever filming um we always need uh, snacks. <laughs> and we need someone making sandwiches for, uh, you know, butties. Um, and that person's Charlotte Fletcher. she's what? <laughs> it's Charlotte Fletcher. She's making sandwiches for us when we go out on vacation. Head of butties. Yeah, hey,
1: she's got Fletcher. some sharp knives though to cut them sandwiches <laughs> yeah, with. Hasn't yeah, she has, yeah, You'll have to let us know, Charlotte, if you'd cut them in, cut them in triangles or rectangles. <laughs> Get the crusts off. You go triangles, don't you? You go
2: triangles. Just to have a like, you know, tea break, stuff like that. A C- couple of uh, cucumber sandwiches at the side, yeah. Charlotte <laughs> Fletcher, she's doing them. Oh, I know. I've got one. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. Non-executive direct. It's a part-time role. Sorry, it's, this is a part-time role. In I'd like to point film out. you ever have, and they do this more and more, you're going to need to get some money in, aren't you? And you're going to have product placement. Head of product placement, Vic Ashton. <laughs> Bring it back. Just like to clarify to Vic as well because you were employed by Ben, you are on a zero hours contract. So that means no holiday, no maternity leave, none of, none of those work perks. You can't use the staff canteen. <laughs>
2: But you can have some sandwiches off. up with the crusts and off and help yourself to
1: the water in the well. If you feel like you're missing out by not being in our little members club, by joining us on Patreon, why not join up this week by going over to www.patreon.com forward slash Sofa Cinema Club. And if you sign up in time for next week, you might just get yourself a job in our TV studio slash cinema slash production house. That's what we've got time for this week on SoF Cinema Club. Next week we're back, where we're talking all things Ben's Pick, licorice pizza, and the three of us will be, will either be very excited or very nervous, because we'll be moments away from stepping on stage at the Lowry. And remember, if you do want to join us for that, go on now and grab those last few tickets at thesofcinemaclub.com forward slash live. Like we said, there's a handful of tickets left. They're all good seats and it's going to be quite a night. So we will see you there. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Good night.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,